A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hello, darlings all. Welcome to this Monkey Kingdom and A-Cast production of Tom Reed Wilson Has Words With. My fellow word charterer today is the ex-Welsh rugby captain and campaigner against homophobia in sport and for HIV awareness, Gareth Thomas. You know, homophobia irritates me on two levels, naturally as a phenomenon, but also as a word, because etymologically it just means fear of sameness. The homos is the Greek root meaning the same, which gives us homophone, two words that sound the same but are spelt differently like uh, wine cellar and flower cellar for example and phobos irrational fear so the word always conjures to me this irrational fear of getting stuck in a rut of having Weetabix for breakfast every day or some such thing you have to know that in the words contraction the sex went missing for it to make any sense at all Speaking of words, I have authored an intimate portrait of my guest, who is also my great chum. We met on Celebrity Best Home Cook and had an instant affinity. I wanted to perpetually orbit him as the earth orbits the sun and feed off his bright, bright rays. After the show, we stayed in touch and even strutted merrily down Old Compton Street together, two immensely garrulous boys. Here is a distillation of how I feel about him in rhyme. Broad-shouldered and six feet two and a bit, there's a heck of a lot to be loved. He may have completed an Iron Man, but his iron fists are velvet-gloved. He's almost a real-life BFG, as kindly as he is vast. And so, when we met, in an instant I knew, our friendship would surely last. From captaining whales to lobbying MPs, it's all done with copious vim. And that's so compelling that everyone finds they sit up and listen to him. Happily, it's my turn for ears to be pricked. So with stonking thank yous from us, my lyrical fanfare must draw to a close as we welcome the great 
Gareth Thomas. <laughs> Do you know what? Can I have that read out every time I walk into a room, please? <laughs> well, darling, it's richly deserved because that's oh, what you do nice. to people. You make them float. Oh, I feel so blessed of you. That, that was amazing. I actually had goosebumps listening oh. to you. <laughs> <laughs> darling, as you know, this podcast is all about words. And, of course, words extends to names. Now, I know you as my beloved Gareth, but half the world knows you as Alfie. Mm. So I have to ask you, what's it all about, <laughs> Alfie? Why? Why Alfie? In, in Wales, okay, and especially within rugby circles, which my whole life was evolved around. Yes. Um, nicknames become like a real term of endearment, really. And also, it's kind of a, a sense of knowledge that you know somebody more in-depth than kind of the official name. Um, so for me, I remember as a as as a as a child growing up, and every Sunday we played rugby. Um, and um, as a kid growing up, I had long, long hair. And I remember walking into the changing rooms one day, and I'm that old that people might not even remember this. But on the Saturday evening, there used to be a program called Alf, and it was Alf. about um, an American sitcom character, and Alf was an abbreviation for alien life form, which, <laughs> isn't, yeah, which, which isn't too complimentary of my of my looks. Uh, at the time, I remember I walked into the changing rooms, and because I had long hair, and I got I got I got kind of um I, I got a rather like large nose, and my ears are rather large, which I'm totally okay with. Um, and as I walked in the changing room, one of the boys said to me. Oh, you look like that character on television last night, Alf. <laughs> and how it stuck is because to this day, I remember what I said next. And that was how it stuck because I then said, please don't call me that. I don't like that nickname. <laughs> Which is like, like a red rag to a bull. <laughs> and, and in a room of rugby boys as well, straight away that stuck. Oh, and no. Everybody, literally everybody, called me Alf. Like uh, to my rugby career, I either it was either Alfie, or it was Alfie Thomas, or it was Gareth Alfie Thomas. I'm sure a lot of people actually think that <laughs> I have your a name. name. But it's not your only nickname. If I say the words "golden bollocks," what <laughs> you have been doing your research, babes? <laughs> what does that mean to you? Golden Bollocks is my nickname given to me by my brothers. I have two brothers, but yes. if you walked into my parents' house, you wouldn't even know my two brothers existed. <laughs> because <laughs> there's 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 no reference to them, there's no photos of them. <laughs> might be in the background of one of the pictures of me. Um, <laughs> Photo so, bombing, that's it. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Now, darling, I have taken you to bed every night for the past week. And <laughs> I'm not being naughty. I'm not talking about breaking lockdown rules or even marital rules. I'm talking, of course, about your beautiful new memoir, Stronger, that I've been sitting up poring over. And this is, as I say, all about words. And that is teeming with the most beautiful words. But my favorite of all were the words about your lovely spouse, Stephen. You say, he has a personality that 
envelops rather than pushes people away. If I ever want to just be, I just sit down with Stephen and feel all my worries melt away. Tell me about him, Donnie. Ah, uh, yeah. And, uh, because it was really difficult to write about him. Because, yes. you know, when you know you talk, this podcast is all about words. Sometimes words are very difficult when you're talking about emotion. Stephen just being Stephen, just existing, just breathing, just his presence, just his kind nature, the energy he gives off yes. is, is enough for me to feel like everything is going to be okay. Like my life is going to be okay. And he said to me once, um, we, we, we're blessed that we have, you know, we have a lovely life. We mm. both work very hard. And he said to me once, and it was just kind of like, oh my gosh, you know, that's probably all I want in a person. He said, you know what? He said, if we lose everything tomorrow and we have to live in a cardboard box, I'd be happy living in a cardboard box with you. And it was just, uh, you know, because I, I don't know, sometimes I felt in my life that, I've been kind of a target for people to uh, um, want to be around because of what I think I can give them. Yes. And I just feel that Steve, what he gives me and what I give him is priceless. Yes. You say in your book, people often ask me, what's your greatest achievement? And I always reply that it's being born Welsh. But more than that, I was lucky enough to be born in Bridgend. And within that... I was lucky enough to be born in that street. Well, can you put me in your pocket right now mm-hmm. and take me back to that street? It was a street of togetherness. You know, when it was in the days when if you had a street party, you were able to put um, tables and chairs out on the road and sit there with your friends. And, oh. Uh, oh, I just didn't... Your mum and dad and everybody's parents and everybody, <gasps> everybody's mum and dad was auntie or uncle. Um, through through respect, my nan and my nan and my granddad lived in the house directly opposite us, literally oh like ten my. seconds walk out of the gate. Now that that street was in San, is that right? Yes, yes, yes. yes. Now San, the word I know means paving and it made me wonder whether really the whole of San was built and situated around that paved street oh my word jeez Bush, you, you're teaching me this is fantastic <laughs> oh my word you know uh, as kids growing up people would want to say they're sarnies i'm like you're not a sarnie you don't live close <laughs> enough to be a sarnie so you can't be one of us no. Um, and, and that's kind of how it was. And I, is, is that you know? I'd say it wasn't. There wasn't a geographical line. If you no. say that you live outside here, so you're not a Sani, or you live in here because you are a Sani. It's, it's what you contributed and what you gave to the community that people felt uh, they'd welcome you in, and you'd be a part of that. Therefore, you'd become a Sani. Oh my! We've had we've had a couple of Welsh guests before, darling. We had lovely Charlotte Church and um sean gibson as well and i I adore sean gibson and she was talking about that sense of community in in wales and she said that it's so strong that actually most people are identified by their role or their profession within the community so i think the one that tickled me most was she said that the undertaker was known as ed the dead (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yes. I know that your your dad Barry was 
um, the postman. Was he Barry the Post? Was that how Baz, he was known? Baz the Post. Was Baz he? Post. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, 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 again, that is, that is so Welsh. Like, it is, <laughs> like, I got a, a, a friend um, who runs a pub, Jen, and um, she'd be like, oh, you know, Jen the bar. <laughs> Jen the bar. Jen the bar. Oh, and they, I'd be like, you could be talking to them and saying, oh, and I was talking to Jen. They're like, who's Jen? But like, you know, Jen. It's like, no, I've got a clue who Jen is. I love that it's always the inanimate object too. It's like <laughs> it's not like uh, Baz the postman or or, or uh, Jen the pint puller. It's like it's the mail or it's the dead body or it's the bar. Yeah. <laughs> in my imagination, right now we are sitting in the devil's armchair, and I think it's a very good spot. For you to play translator for me. Would you mind? Okay. Oh, I'd love to. <laughs> All right. Well, the first word was the word that you said to me when I knew I had become your chum. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. But, B-U-T-T, uh, the American spelling of bottom, but you weren't calling me your American bottom, were you? No, I definitely wasn't calling you my American bottom. Um, so, yeah, I, and I use but for literally everyone. Like, literally everyone. One, because I just do because it's very natural to me. But also, I'm really crap at names. So it's a really good way. I mean, if you don't, if you call everyone but, then you kind of need to know everybody's name. Um, so it's a great Oh, well, I saw you do it to a little name. lamb on your Insta stories yesterday. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, everyone, everyone <laughs> is my butt. And boy, or the dog, whatever I was calling boy, I'm like, boy, butt, come on. Boy, <laughs> butt, get over here. Um, and the translation um, for me, and, and as far as I know, the translation of butt has come from a terminology that they use on the vines. So everybody had a butty. Um, and ah. they, they, and also what they would do, they work in such close environments. They were literally like um, butt to butt, so bum yeah. to bum. <laughs> um, Divine. Yeah, 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 indeed. <laughs> if you've got a good butt, you will do. Um, again, it's a term of endearment or friendship. Uh, uh, kind of somebody's 
looking out for you. Yeah, it's it's, it's almost like bosom buddy, isn't it? It's that yeah. it's using the body to really explain that proximity and how closely you're flanking. I go into life very much um, liking people from the off and you know wanting to make every effort to have good relationships with people from the off. Sometimes that doesn't work and it fails, uh, but that's fine. So my my kind of opening line is when I when I'm saying to people but to me personally is whether they understand it or not it doesn't really matter but for me personally it's like saying you know what I've come into this you are my butt you have to do something to kind of prove me to be wrong yes or hopefully we have a good relationship and, and I prove to be right well I think that outlook is positively lush <laughs> which is a clunky said way but it is the only word that I think you use more than but. And to me, lushness really means kind of um, richness or something very plentiful, but it doesn't mean that to you, does it, darling? No, no, lush, lush to me is, lush to me is, um, I'd say it's, it's, a, it's a version of something that's better than nice. Yes, no, yes. I, I think just when you say lush, it, it's, it's kind of one of them, it's kind of one of them terms where you just want to envelop whatever it is. Yes. Lash. You either want to, you either want to eat it, you want to hug it. Um, it's it's just it's it's that it's that notch above being being nice. It's like another almost another edible. Level. You just want to ingest it. Yes. I suppose it's my translation of it. I'm hoping that they would get it, but I want them to realize. You know what? That's that's better than nice. You know, to so say nice sometimes. Yeah. To say no, that's good. Is not enough. It's penetrated Gareth's upper echelon. Oh, without a shadow of a doubt. <laughs> <laughs> now, darling, there were some non-Welshisms that I thought warranted a bit of translation, or at the very least, explanation in your autobiography. The first of which is brains in trifle. <laughs> <laughs> do you mean? Do you mean like the? Um... The uh, initiation. Oh God, yes. Oh God, love. I tell you what. Do you know what? I would love so much to uh, just like let let you watch a sample of an initiation because. <laughs> oh, oh! It was the one about the rat-infested pool. Oh, uh, honestly, <laughs> honestly, the stuff, the stuff we used to do, oh, and, and, no. and again, you feel, you feel uh, really, really bad that we did this um, because as time has moved on, you realize kind of how wrong it was. But <laughs> when you come from, when you come from um, this kind of rugby fraternity, yes. right, you, you realize that the, the worse an initiation was, the more you were accepted. The more, you, the more people would realize that you would do literally anything to be a part of this group so yes. i remember that that one time when we, we were in the, in the hotel and the pool had been closed because said there was rats floating on the top and we were in france and you know that the french can pretty pretty much kind of um sell things that you wouldn't even dream of buying in the groceries <laughs> over here and um someone had gone out and bought um like a sheep's brain in a trifle <laughs> in a little trifle dish and, and they left at the either side of the pool and they were diving into the pool, swimming, like in 
oh gosh, in, in waters that you, I couldn't even describe to you. Getting out the other end, having to eat, oh, having to eat what was in the trifle <laughs> dishes, getting back in. It was literally, literally, um, literally horrific. But it, 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 it kind of, it you, you to, earned your stripes was, that way. It was your, it was your passage. Yes, right? yes. I'm glad, your, your boot, your book. Both. Yeah, your both. Yes. Your both. You gotta learn to like <laughs> a little Both. Oh, it's a bit like the it's it's almost Germanic, isn't it? Well the Welsh, the Welsh language is um apparently um I don't speak uh I don't speak German, so I wouldn't have a clue, but apparently the Welsh language is very similar to to German. Yes. Apparently in certain ways. Yeah, and it's got a lot of those classical roots. There's a lot of there's a lot of Latin in the Gaelic as well. So on the Welsh badge, there's a there's a two words on it. it says "ich dien," and that means I, I serve. Ah. And I'm not sure if "ich dien" or I has got a kind of um, I don't know if "ich dien" is Germany and the Welsh phrase is 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 spelled differently but said the same or not. I'm not sure, but I think that that's something. There's that a lot. Of, you're right. There's a lot of crossover the cake crossover is is there as well isn't there with cook and and uh or cooker is cake i think isn't it all oh, right okay well that's german as well isn't it? yes because that's oh, really? um, that's uh kitchen i think uh or cooking is cooker all oh, right okay yeah oh wow oh my god look at you <laughs> <laughs> finally darling finally talking of welsh language I want to talk about your very favorite, the Welsh national anthem, Land of My Fathers. Now, I've picked a bit that to me sounds the most like the Rhondda Valley. Old mountainous Wales, the poet's paradise, every valley, every cliff to my eyes is beautiful. Um, Darling, would you translate that for me? Or better yet, could you sing and translate that for me? Oh my gosh, you want me to sing the last anthem? Yeah. <laughs> yes, please. Okay, no worries. Okay. Am I gonna sing I'll sing sing it just sing it as it is, yeah? Oh yes, please. Yeah, right, yes, okay. in the yeah, original. Okay. Yes, please. Okay, 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 okay. Um my all right, I'm not really good singer law, I'm just putting it out there, right? If I start do you can I just say one thing with the with the national anthem as well? I have to yeah. put this out there. Yes. With the with the Welsh national anthem as well. If you start too high. And you're buggered. You know where to go. Because there's nowhere to go. There's nowhere to go. So if I start too high and I have to come back down, now <laughs> that I'm like wondering about my acoustics, you're like, pick a key, any key. Ah, ah, right. My Glad by the Chantorion and Wagyon I gural rebel with God, God with drama, draws rather cause la sang. I guide glad, glad, glad your glory beam, glad, tramor and deep. Ir bir hopai Robadenin Hedyai Barai Oh! Yeah! 
darling. <laughs> that oh is my God. your 11 o'clock number. Oh, how I wish you could take a curtain call for that. Oh, no, generally now, that really bad? Am I, am no, your voice is really resonant, really baroness and, and resonant. It was lovely. It oscillated right through me. Oh, right. Okay. Like, <laughs> I just don't feel like I'm very... It used to be the worst thing, right? We're just singing the national anthem. Yes. And... Um, the camera is like right in front of your face and it cut like it's panning up and down the light. Yes, up your nose. And, yeah. Yeah, and you just think, Oh my god, I better sound absolutely terrible now on this like and and and, and so because sometimes what they used to do, there was this trend. So like um oh, I don't know, they'd have maybe um Bryn Terville would come and sing the national anthem on the microphone. Oh yes. Oh yes, please. Catherine Jenkins would come or both of them would come and they'd yes. stand there and they would blast it out. And then you kind of wouldn't really need to sing because they were on a microphone, like the tannoys were blasting out everywhere. So um, it didn't really matter. But then they realised that the passion comes from being able to hear yourself sing. Well, you've proved um, your laryngeal <laughs> prowess here. That absolutely was galvanising. <laughs> I want I, to go I and get in a scrum it. now. I love singing it. <laughs> oh, darling, that it. was heaven. And you have been a little trash of heaven today. You've buoyed oh, me you. so. Um, I love you. Hugh, I love you too. And enormous love too to Stephen and to Anna and to Boyo and to everybody. Everybody. Oh, bless you. Thank you, my darling. And lots of love. <laughs> Before we say farewell, I have a little bonus word inspired by Gareth. During lockdown, more people have purchased pets than at any other time in history. Gareth's best chum is his beloved dog, Boyo. He is a true canophilist from the Latin canis, meaning dog, which gives us canine, and the Greek philos, meaning love, that gives us, well... Logophile, lover of words. Incidentally, I am a canophilist, but a sort of a failed one. I can't have dogs because I release a pheromone which makes them attach themselves to me. And jolly quickly, I mean, once it happened to me in Cambridge Circus, just waiting for the green man to come on. So to all my fellow logophiles out there, farewell. If you'd like to hear another Welsh guest, then we have wonderful Sean Gibson and of course Charlotte Church, who even sang to us in Welsh. This has been a Monkey Kingdom and Acast production. Until next time, oodles of love. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. 
They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.